the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for, uh, for tuning in there. At Anderson Speaks is my handle on Facebook. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, and uh, uh, Pennsylvania as well. It is a call-in talk show, so you and I get to kick it for the next hour, the first hour of Rush Hour out of the nation's capital. So feel free to give me a call. Today is Marriage Monday, and our topic is marriage problems. If you have any marriage problems, I want you to give me a call. Let's address those problems. You know, you don't always have problems, but sometimes you do. And so I bet you there may be a few of you today that says, you know what, Doc? This is my marriage problem. Can we talk about it? And, uh, of course, I have so many uh, great listeners who I'm sure have gone through similar problems. They can even call in and uh, be able to help you a little bit. But I'll give you uh, what I can along the way from the Word of God, uh, of course. And I've got my scriptures right here. And uh, I'll do my best to share with you what God has to say uh, about your problem, not to mention the Holy Spirit working with us. So this is how we roll. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today it's about marriage. And if you got a marriage problem of any kind, give me a call. Here's the number, 888-432-7434, 888-432-7434. Give me a call. I'd love to uh, talk to you. And, uh, you know, God is never... Uh, smaller than your problem. He's always bigger than your problem. And he always has a way of giving you some insight to help you in the midst of your problem. That's the kind of Lord we serve. He can come right in the middle of your mess and give you a message. Maybe he's going to use me today as that messenger. Who knows? Well, let's bow for prayer. Lord Jesus, we commit the show and every listener to you in the name of Jesus, every caller in the name of Jesus. And we just pray that you would divinely intersect our lives like only you can, Lord. So we're we're just going to give this time over to you and trust that you know our problems and you know how to fix them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me, just in case you can't call. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com. And uh, both are ways to contact me, but embracegracism.com also gives you information of how uh, you can become uh, more adept to being a bridge builder when it comes to race relations. So feel free to go there as well. All right, my number once again, 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off in Bowie, Maryland, with Timothy, who's on the line. Hi, Timothy, this is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Dr. Anderson, I'm blessed. Thank you very much. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, and yes, you are blessed. And I want to know what's your marriage problem so I can walk walk through this with you. Uh, my, my marriage problem being um, being a dad of three um, and being married for going on 11 years. You know, you mm. sometimes you go through the, the systematics or the problem of your children creating, I guess, confusion between you and your wife, mm. them wanting their own way and being able to play against the emotions of either mom or dad mm-hmm. and just having an overarching um, problem with, um, the, I guess, the spirit of discernment and knowing, you know, when the child is manipulating the situation mm. or, you know, when to apply pressure and, you know, being on one accord with your your wife, regardless of how the child is particularly acting or portraying. Mm, gotcha. Well, your kids are smart little creatures, aren't they? <laughs> they know how indeed, to indeed. They know how to get in there. But, you know, you, the key is that you and mom have to be on one accord regardless of whether they're playing you or not. All right? So instead of trying to discern whether the kid is playing you, because sometimes you'll be able to discern it, other times you won't be able to discern it. But the key is that you guys are on one accord whether they are you know, playing you or not playing you. So once you guys have made uh, a decision to be in unity, uh, then you check in with each other no matter what. And if you're going to disagree, you're going to disagree outside the presence of the child if the disagreement is about the child. So if one kid says, hey, I want to go on a little uh, uh, sleepover or I want to eat some pizza tonight, and mom's thinking, well, it's okay to eat pizza. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking, uh, no, he had pizza last night. He's, he's gained a little bit of weight. I don't want to have him pizza. I don't want him to have pizza tonight. Then what you do is say, excuse me, little Johnny. I mean, I don't know what your kid's name is, but excuse me, little Johnny. And then you call your wife to the other room and have that discussion, honey. You know, he just had pizza the other night. Do you mind if we do pizza this weekend and then maybe well, you can give him something healthier tonight? It's those kind of conversations that kind of help you guys stay on one accord. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Is there anything supporting in scripture that I could uh, particularly bring to the table and when when in desiring that over overarching uh unity, that overarching thought of hey, this is where this is the position that we need to play as one team. Is right. there anything to to specifically reference back to to say, Hey, in Isaiah, you know Right. What have you. Right, right, right. Well, you know, where I would turn you to is Ecclesiastes Uh, Because there's a really great passage in Ecclesiastes that reminds us that two are better than one. And so I might take you to that one first. 
Mm-hmm. That's uh, chapter four, verse nine. Two are better than one, nine. but they have uh, because they have a good return for their for their work. And then it goes on at the end of that passage in verse twelve, and it says that a cord of three is not quickly broken. So not that cord is the 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 th- cord of three. So you're one cord. Your wife is the other cord, and the Lord is the center cord. And so if y'all are wrapped around him, uh, it's going to be hard to break you even when the kids are trying to to break you apart or something else could be trying to break you apart intentionally or unintentionally. When the three of you are wrapped together, you will stay in unity. So let me give you that one to hold on to. What do you think? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate your help, sir. I appreciate your ministry. I thank you for all your words of wisdom and God favor and bless you and all you do. Hey, thank you so much, Timothy from Bowie, Maryland. As soon as I get back from my commercial break, I want to talk to uh, David in La Plata. I want to talk to Rick in Woodbridge and I want to talk to you while I have a couple open lines. I tell you what, it's good to see these men calling me uh, talking about marriage problems. Do you have a problem, whether male or female? If you have a marriage problem, Give me a call. Let's talk about the problem so we can get to a solution. You are connected with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychologist professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The spy, are you tired of living in that smelly basement? Well, let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. Most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 
844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-piration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, and I'm connected to you today. We are talking about marriage problems. It is Marriage Monday, and I want to be able to serve you today. If you have a marriage problem, let's talk about it. Uh, Amber and I, we've been married for uh, 26 years. It'll be 27 uh, in May, and uh, we've gone through many problems, ups and downs, and yet uh, the Lord is still working working it out with us, so I'm so grateful about that. On uh, Facebook Live, I see all of you who have tuned in. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, Elizabeth Humphreys has a question. She says, uh, did Jesus ever say thank you? And, in fact, he did, uh, Elizabeth. He said thank you in Luke 9, uh, 16, where he, uh, taking the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke it. So there you have it right there, at least one passage for that, okay? Now, today we're talking about marriage problems. So if you have one, uh, why don't you give me a call at 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to La Plata, Maryland, and talk to David, on who's on the line. Hi, David, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, my goodness. I'm uh, I'm better than I should be, but it's a Monday, and we're talking about marriage, so I'm, I'm smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> what about you? How can I serve you today? Well, I guess I'm just looking for some encouragement and some direction. I've got a – my wife has had a lesbian relationship for over a year now. She oh, wow. swears that she's not talking to this person anymore, but – I still see evidence of her communicating with this person. So mm. I'm just struggling in and out of, you know, good thoughts and bad thoughts all the time. Well, so. my brother, that's a big problem. I'm so sorry to hear it. It's basically adultery, whether it's with a male or a female. So it is adultery. Yes. Um, has she repented of that adultery, uh, first of all? I, I don't. Not really to me, no. I don't, I don't believe Like, how, so. how do you know that she's in this? Have you caught her? Did you confront her did she come I, to you i see communications on her phone and via internet and all that stuff so i know and i did catch her you know with this woman she left and spent time with her you know just, it's it's been you know it's definitely it happened so well have you confronted her about it oh yeah it's it's been confronted everything's been brought out so. does she agree like she, she said she doesn't What's that? Did she admit it? Did she agree that she was sleeping with this other person? Yeah, she 
she has admitted. Okay. She's admitted it that she did have a relationship with this person. Okay. Did she say that she was going to stop it and be committed to you only again? Um, she said she doesn't want to leave me, but she still, you know, whatever. I don't know. She just. Is she sneaking? I think she's telling me what she wants me to hear. Sure. Then she goes after I'm gone. She goes and does what she wants to well, do. Well, that's what I wanted to know. Is she sneaking around with this girl, or is she just kind of openly saying, "Look, this is my girlfriend. We're hanging out." And I uh, think it, it used to be open, and now she's sneaking around. So. Uh huh. So, what are you going to do about it, David? I don't know what to do about it. I've tried to go with you know the Lord hates divorce, so I've tried to stay in a committed relationship and pray about it and. That's where I'm at. I'm, yeah. I'm praying daily about it and mm-hmm. hoping that things get better. Do you have a Do you have a pastor that you can talk to or a counselor that you can talk to? I've I've spoken with pastors before, mm-hmm. and I have good friends that I communicate with. So I see. I do have some some support. So well, that's good. I you know again, I would. Uh, um, first of all, sit with a counselor and talk this one through even as a married couple, and if she is still committed to this lesbian relationship, you've really got to make a decision on whether you're going to allow this to continue to happen. I I wouldn't allow it to continue to happen um, because, you know, you can't sit around and say God hates divorce, but he loves adultery, so keep doing it, and I'm going to be okay with it for the next 20 years of your life. That's ridiculous. You've got to either say – She's I got to say, hey, look, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to work on this marriage and I'm sorry it happened. And let's work on the marriage and let's work on what's going on with me uh, individually. Uh, Or, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. I'm not committed to you anymore. I'd rather be with her. And then you need to get your life straight. And I hate to say it. I mean, I hate and I never tell anyone to get a divorce. I never tell anyone to get married. I just try to give wisdom along the way, and you've got to figure it out. Right. Okay, am I going to stay in a marriage where my spouse is uh, regularly committing adultery and won't stop? As opposed to maybe falling right. here or there, but they really want to get it right, and they're sorry. But if there's none of that, and it's just like, hey, yo, uh, this is what I do, you know, how long are you going to, how long are you going to take, right. how long are you going to take that? You know, um, yeah. but only you can make those decisions. You know, again, I'm not telling you to divorce your wife, right? Uh, but only you can make those decisions. But I think you need a counselor to talk it through, walk it through, because it's a lonely life too to 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 be in a marriage all these years and then just kind of give it up. You want to fight for your marriage, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's been 26 years, so yeah. So you want to fight for this thing, um, you know? But when, it's it's hard when you're fighting uh, with a spouse who's sleeping with the same sex, you know. And so something yeah. something happened there. It probably wasn't 26 years of adultery. It's probably uh, something turned, something happened um, through a friendship, and then she got turned on. So then the question becomes, where do you go from here? And I think you need to sit down with a Christian counselor right. and talk it through because you don't want to make a rash decision, but you need to talk it through. But at this point, you are the innocent party, and you're being victimized by, by her behavior. Right. So it's a tough it's a tough decision, David. I'm sorry that you have to walk this road. Well, no, I appreciate your uh, your thoughts and, and your wisdom. So, yeah. Have you talked now? Let I'm me ask you a question. Continue to pray about it. And let me ask you a question. If she was sleeping with another dude, what would you do? 
uh, I, it's pretty much obvious. Yeah, I would be. Look, it's either got to stop or it's over. So right. So why are we and, treating this one any different? Or uh, how if the dude? How I, if you knew the dude? You probably know the woman. How if you knew the dude? What would you say to the, to the dude? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I told the the woman. I spoke to her and I told her. I said, "You're evil. You're the devil. I mean, you know, you got to get out of my my life." So. Yeah. And so you know, you got to do what it takes to get. You know, just think of her like a man. And what would you do if it was a man? You know, and then think of your wife as your wife. And if you can't win your wife back, then surely don't reward your wife by letting her use your credit cards, letting her use the, uh, you know, uh, your car. I mean, is she the one that makes the money in that relationship? No, she doesn't work. So Excellent. Take all the money away. I'm sorry. You want to sleep with her? Let her pay for your pay for your light bill, your heat bill, your groceries, your car, let her pay for your clothes. If you want to be with her, let her pay for it. Give me the credit cards. Give me the car keys. Uh, I bought that car. You know what I'm saying? You're rewarding her and she doesn't work and she's working you over. Come on, David. Right. It's time to step up and be a man. And the reason I say be a man is because she's probably trying to make you feel like you're not a man. And then it's messing with your head because she's with a woman. If it was another guy, you'd kind of like man up and be like, oh, no. But because it's a woman, I think it's kind of making you kind of feel like, okay, maybe I have to deal with this a little differently. No, you need to deal with this like a woman who is taking advantage of you. Yes. That's my two cents. I, now I'm getting all hot and excited. But you understand well, my point, right? No. <laughs> I I do thank you and appreciate your, your advice. So. All right, my brother. God I bl- like listening to your show, and God bless you. Thank yeah. you so much. Bless you back, brother, and we need to be keeping you in prayer, okay? All right. Thank you all so right. much. God bless you. That was David in La Plata. Let's go to uh, Rick, who's in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. Hey, Rick, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good, good. Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Here's my situation. I have been married numerous times. I'm going on uh, six times. Okay. And and um, I have known that I've come to know the Lord and all that. And I don't want, of course, I don't want to keep going on this and on this. However, due to this, you know, six time being married, all, you know, and a whole bunch of other relationships in between. Right. I've got like uh, the the people I love. Don't want to now. I'm in a serious relationship. <laughs> don't want to accept that I'm in a serious relationship. And, and you're surprised? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. However, you know, like uh, basically, uh, the person I love, you know, besides you know her, you know, my family side, like my sister, you know, she just doesn't want to give her a chance. Of course, she doesn't. Because every time you got rid of the other spouse for whatever reason or they got rid of you or they passed away, you got to realize that your sister lost somebody, too. So why get close to number seven when number seven may be gone, gone in five years or three years? It's hard to keep opening yourself up uh, to somebody and then they're gone. So I'm not even going to open myself up to number seven until seven's been around about seven years. Uh-huh. Makes okay. sense? Okay. You know what? I never looked at it that way. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, it's not just about you. I mean, that's a lot of relationships, and that's a lot of money, too, dude. What's up with six of them? Tell me a few of them died, at least. (laughs) Tell me. No, none. And actually, kind of like the last one is through her, I I came to Christ. Oh, wow. Well, praise the Lord for that. It took the six. Yeah, that's the only the, good part about it. It took the sixth wife to share the Lord with you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess number you know, number seven however, a benefit. Is number seven a Christian? Uh, yes, she is. Okay. All right. And she's, yes, she's you know, and okay, she's fully knowledgeable you know, that you. The, she's knowledgeable. You'd been married six times before, right? Correct. Yes. As long as you make this one your last one, brother, unless she, unless she dies, this one needs to be under the covering of a pastor of the Holy Spirit of the Scriptures. Get premarital counseling. This needs to be your last one. After seven, you don't you don't get any more. This is it for you, man. <laughs> right, right. And you know, at our age, you know, we're both we're both sixty four. You better so, make it to the end on this one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm exactly. going I'm to come through the radio waves and choke you <laughs> in the name of Jesus, though. I promise you. You are a man of much. God, well, thank you. God must love you, dude, because there are a lot of people trying to just get one marriage and uh, and uh, get one woman or one man. And you done had seven. I don't know. It's, it's like nine lives or something. You better make this one work. OK, Rick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, thank brother. you for your advice. Yeah. You, thank you very much. You got it, my friend. Take care. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. We're just getting started. Got another half of the show. And when I get from when I get back from my commercial, I'm going to talk to Robert in Baltimore. I'm getting all men today. I guess the women don't have any marriage problems. Hang on. But they're married to us. Oh well. I'm back in just three minutes. I know I don't deserve to touch the mic, bro. But this craft is something that I would fight for. I'm in the lab with this pen in the pad. No one. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truth of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. The following call is real. It took place between an OnStar advisor and a member. OnStar emergency, this is William. What is the nature of your emergency? I broke my leg and crawled into my car to call you. I'm going to bring my partner on the line to help you while I contact 911. Tell me exactly what happened, James. My foot's turned sideways. I live by myself. I have no neighbors. I don't have my phone. At a moment like this, the last thing you want to be is alone. I'll tell you exactly what to do next. Don't move around unless you're in danger, and do not splint any injuries. Please hurry. The pain is so bad. We are going to stand alive with you. An emergency medical dispatch certified advisor is ready to help 24 hours a day. The sheriff's here. We're going to let you go since you're in good hands there. Thank you. OnStar. Be safe out there. OnStar is available on Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. OnStar advisors certified by International Academies of Emergency Dispatch. OnStar acts as a link to emergency services. 
Visit OnStar.com for details. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 Six seven one seventy seventy. That's eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy. Eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com/commercials. Not available in all states. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk. I'm David Anderson. We are talking on this Marriage Monday about marriage problems. Do you have any marriage problems so far? We've talked to Timothy, David. We've talked to Rick. And uh, in just a minute, we're going to go to Baltimore and talk to Robert. But let me give you the phone number. The number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. So go ahead and feel free to give me a call now. I've got open lines. It's been all men so far in the first half of the show. Let's see if the ladies have any problems. Feel free to give me a call. Uh, but, gentlemen, I'm encouraged that you are calling and uh, that you do want to try to fix these things going on uh, in your marriage. On my Facebook Live, someone uh, disagreed with my advice to uh, the husband in La Plata with the wife who is having a lesbian relationship. I, I see what you're saying. You know, God's love is unconditional, Corin. Um, but at what point do you say, I love you, but I'm not going to enable your behavior? And if you're going to continue to uh, commit adultery, uh, and not uh, repent of it, at what point uh, do you just uh, say, you know, I, just keep doing that. I'll just stay at home and here, use my credit cards. Go ahead. No, I think at some point you just got to say, you know what? I love you unconditionally, but I'm not going to enable that behavior forever. So, uh, but, uh, you know, this is where we need the spirit of God because every marriage is different. Every person is different. So, Corin, I'm with you on Facebook so far as just trying to figure out, God, what do you want this man to do uh, whose wife is doing this? All right. Well, I want to hear from you. Here's my number, triple eight four three bridge. All right, let's go to Baltimore. Robert's on the line. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Hey, doctor, how you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking a whole lot right now. <laughs> hmm. uh, I just got a question. Actually, it's twofold. Can you kind of, if you have time, to break down what it means by being unequally yoked? Okay. Even if you are, even if you are a believer. Mm -hmm. And you're married to somebody that may be kind of different in a way where you're, you know, where you're calling. Let's see, what God called me is, you know, to be a minister. Okay. You know, I I believe he might call me the pastor one day. I'm not, I'm still seeking the Lord on that. Okay. But um, my my wife, she's extremely sick, man. And and at times she, she, she gets on me about going to church as opposed to staying home with her. Mm-hmm. And that's where the conflict rises, mm-hmm. you know, whether I should be at church or I should be home with my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been having this issue for five years, and it's really bothering me. Gotcha. And um, I, I did talk to my pastor about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
he said, well, you should be home, but the, the tone that I get in the sounds different than what's coming out. Mm. You know, and I, I'm really, really, you know, at odds with this issue. Right. You know, whether I need, should I be with my wife or should I be in my place of worship assisting my pastor while my wife is sick? Yeah, so she's sick? Oh, yeah. What do you oh, mean? Yeah. What do you mean she's sick? Well, she's got health issues. She's got some 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 health problems. Mm-hmm. And are you the and, only only it, one that it, can it, help it, her? Yeah, basically. Yup. Yeah, you need you need to be with her, brother. You need to be with her. Uh, I mean, doesn't mean you can't get out sometimes. Uh, but if she has a problem with you being in church every day, I mean, your wife is your first ministry, and it's going to be hard for you to be out there ministering to all these people. Uh, and your wife is at home sick. You know, it'd be different if she wasn't sick at home and she's just like, honey, I need more of your time. You know, uh, give me three nights a week and you can have four nights a week. I mean, we got to have those kinds of uh, compromises. Right. But if your wife is literally sick and she needs your help, uh, you need to be at her side helping her and serving her. That's what it means to love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So you need to give the ministry up for her. And I know that's tough to hear, but this is why you've been fighting for four years and God will give you your ministry back. He can't give you your wife back once she's gone. So ministry will always be there. And can I tell you, as a pastor and as a minister, uh, people will suck all of the juice out of you and leave you behind and not even think of you again and move on to another church and suck all the life out of that pastor and out of that ministry. And they'll just keep moving, getting as much word, as much love and as much ministry as they can get out of you. Uh, and, And a lot of them won't even they won't pay their tithes. They won't come and visit you if you're sick. But they'll just move on and they will use you up and keep moving on and and do all that while your wife is sitting on the bed somewhere sick and you're going to be, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old uh, without your wife uh, and and without anybody else there thanking you for ministering to them because they've moved on. So you made your first commitment to her. Stick with her. God will always give you a ministry back. And here's the thing. People are always going to need you to minister to them. So, but God has created so many other ministers to serve them. He only created one husband to serve your wife. Amen. So, Amen. Take that. I, that, that was a struggle, and I did go to the Lord with that man. It bothered me so much. I went to the Lord with that. Mm-hmm. Well, you got my word on it. You know, you want it real talk. Uh, take it before the Lord. Take what I said. Sit on that thing, and uh, I, I tell you what, God will bless you if you serve her. Okay. Okay. All right, my brother. God bless you. Take care. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm coming back in just three minutes. I've got a female on the line. Uh Uh-oh, look out. Alexandria, Virginia. Kim is in the house. Got a couple open lines if you want them. Now's the time to get in. 7-4-3-4. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current Doctor of Philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCollum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to? or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. Let's go. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Today's topic, marriage problems. Do you have any marriage problems you want to talk to me about? I'm here. I'm ready to talk to you. We've had all men up until this point, which is a blessing, right, ladies, to hear these men calling in, wanting to be better as husbands. But uh, any of you ladies out there, well, give me a call, 888-432-7434. Got my first female caller from Alexandria, Virginia, so let's go there. I've got Kim on the line. Hey, Kim, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Okay, well, I had a question for you. I know in the Word, in the Scripture, it says that... Um, you're not to remarry um, unless, you know, you divorce because of adultery yep. or maybe if your spouse had yep. passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I was married in the 90s, and um, there was adultery on both parts. Okay. And um, I, I never remarried, and I would like to marry one day, but I know the Scripture says that if you remarry, that you are committing adultery. And so I struggle with that. Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. I think when it comes to remarriage, you do it under a pastor who can walk you through the situation that you are in. I think that God has grace for remarriage. Um, but, you know, the word is the word. And Jesus said, you know, if you marry somebody, uh, you know, uh, again, a, a remarriage and it wasn't a biblical quote unquote divorce, you are causing that other person to commit adultery. So that's a real literal translation of that passage. Others would not take it as literally, 
uh, what I believe is once somebody does remarry, uh, you know, God forgives them uh, and he gives them grace uh, to make that second marriage the one that really should be a godly marriage. I do believe, though, you know, you have to really feel in your heart uh, that God is leading you to do it because you don't want to you don't want to sin against God. You may need to be single for the rest of your life. And if you feel that conviction, stick with that conviction. But if God brings somebody into your life and both of you are in prayer about it and you have the covering of of a pastor in a church that has this grace on you. And then let's say you do remarry. I do believe that God will give you grace uh, and and he will he will forgive you and he will even bless that that second marriage. But I got to stand by I got to stand by the word first and say, uh, if you're supposed to be single the rest of your life, be single the rest of your life. Um, but I'm always open to God's grace and God's movement because I know I've needed it in my life. I mean, thank God, I you right. know, I've only been in one marriage, but God's grace has been upon me. And I know his grace has been upon so many other people who are in second right. or third or fourth marriages. But I always want to know as right. the pastor, what is the God story here? Can I affirm that maybe God is doing something here? And I like to leave it situational because I want to move with the spirit of God. I don't want to say blanketly, go ahead, just go ahead and get remarried because people can take license to do that. And I don't believe that that's right in every case. But at the same time, to just have a blanket statement that says, nope, you can't remarry, but yet see God is doing something special. I want to be in the spirit to know whether that's happening or not. Does that make sense to you? Right. Well, um, well, I appreciate that. That makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, I was married in the, in the nineties and, um, and I, I, ha- I haven't remarried and I, I don't even have anybody special in my life. I'm going through a chronic illness. I was in a relationship, right. a celibate relationship for 10 years and the fellow just couldn't take what I was going through right. anymore. And I kind of understand because it's not, it's not easy. You know, I'm trusting God for some miracles in my life. I'm a stage four breast cancer survivor and I've mm. had some, um, residual problems because sure. of treatment that I'm, I deal with every day. And um, but just lately, more than more than ever, I just feel in my heart hmm. like a longing to have somebody special. But then I also think it's going to have to be a God thing, a a, a special thing, because they're going to have to accept, you know, my health situation. Right. And all, but it's, right. it's just interesting that God. Is, I just feel like I feel so heavy that that. I just keep having a yearning for that other person. And mm. it was interesting when I turned on your program today and you were speaking to the fella from Bowie, Maryland, um, who, you know, you were saying that you were given the scripture about Ecclesiastes, but, yeah. you know, two, two are better than one. Right. And I keep hearing that yeah. in my spirit of just longing to have that special somebody. Yeah. Keep, every time, everywhere I turn, I keep hearing that scripture everywhere. Yeah. And that fellow to say he's from Bowie, Maryland, I grew up in Bowie, Maryland. How about know? that? And yeah. I, I just, it's like everywhere I turn, I keep giving kind of confirmation well, that maybe what I'm feeling in my spirit is God's will, you know. And sure, and so I'll just I'm not out looking, sure. you know. Well, it, it does, is a heart desire, and I know. And it doesn't have to be there, marriage. It doesn't have to be marriage. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be marriage either. Like in that passage, two are better than one. That's actually not a marriage passage. Um, it's right. a, it's actually a passage of two men, people being in war, that sort of thing. Uh, the, the reason I'm right, tell, right. the reason I'm telling you that is because yeah. it, there, God could bring a man into your life who can be that companion, but maybe not marry him, or it could be a lady to be right. that friend. Um, but you know, right. you, what you're what I think I hear your heart yearning for is companionship, but it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a marital union either. 
Right. You know, and God has blessed me with that companionship. And it's interesting. I had a dream about what my sickness was, like, because it's kind of, it's taken a long time to figure out what, why I'm so sick every day. Mm. And it's been going on for two years. And, um, but God, God, I had a dream and two army men came out of my stomach, like those mm. plastic army men. Right. Oops, sorry about that. Uh, we ended up cutting you off, but I didn't mean to. That was an accident uh, for my engineer there. If you want to call me back, Kim, and make your final point uh, from Alexandria, you can. We just hit the wrong button, that's all. But uh, let me go to, uh, let's see, Anonymous is in Arlington, Virginia. Hi, Anonymous. I promise not to cut you off. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, well, thanks for calling. What are you thinking today, sir? Well, um having some struggles with my marriage right now. Um, I think I have some codependency issues and setting boundaries in my marriage. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife has like, I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that, but I think she has like borderline personality tendencies. Okay. And is that a struggle for you or is that what your issue is? Do it right now. And uh, we have a we have a little one with us too. Yeah. So, so what is your what I is your question of, on this one right here, my friend? Um, I just don't know what to do right now. I think mm. we're on the verge of separating. I see. Because of you or because of her? Uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I take partial responsibility because I really have not been good at setting boundaries Mm. um, in our marriage. So it's just gotten to the point now where I'm trying to set them now, but I feel like it's, it might be too little too late. Now, have you sat down with a counselor to talk about it? Uh, I've sat down with a pastor and a a counselor Uh by myself. Uh huh. And what are they saying to you? Um, no clear direction. It's mostly me just kind of pouring out uh, in desperation of I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Would you? Do you think your wife would go to counseling with you? I, I don't think so. I, I've suggested it. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, when I do, it's my problem, not yeah. hers. Well, you're in a, you're in a tough spot. There's no doubt about it. You're with uh, someone who is who's mentally ill, and it's hard for you, and you need support. And, of course, I can't tell you what to do, but I can tell you to continue to sit with a Christian counselor and talk through the coping mechanisms that you need. Because you need mechanisms to cope, and you definitely need mechanisms to pour energy back into you so your energy is not drained by the condition of your wife. So otherwise, it'll consume you and you'll lose your life. Uh, And and that's probably why you want to run, because you feel like you're losing yourself. And so you got to figure out ways to build into yourself and to get more energy into yourself so that when you do serve her, you're not depleted. Because my guess is you're empty and depleted and you're trying to deal with her at the same time. And that's a losing situation. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. So please think about how you can actually refill the energy in your own tank. Uh, and so that you, so that you can start getting energy. It doesn't come from your wife. It's going to come from other things. What are the things that bring you energy and how do you cope with her that may keep you in this relationship a whole lot longer, uh, than, than you think. I'd hate for you to end it because of this, but you got to learn how to cope with it and how to get some energy into your life. 
Hey, listen, Anonymous uh, from Arlington, I've got to run to my break. But as soon as I get back, Barbara in Germantown, I'm coming to you before we land the plane. People ask us all the time, what makes us different as a direct lender? Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. As a direct lender, there are any number of things that are working to your advantage. Because there's no middleman, you deal directly with the decision makers. So what that means to you is that there's one less person in the process, and that savings is passed on to you. And we make the decisions in our office. And this is done in a matter of weeks, not months. As a mortgage lender guided by Christian principles, our priorities are different. And as a direct lender, we approach each lending situation differently, too. We work hard to ensure that everything we do demonstrates this commitment. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. There's been a lot of talk recently about whether NATO, an alliance started after World War II, is still relevant in today's world. The answer is a simple and unequivocal yes. It is. The alliance is on the front lines of our efforts to counteract Russia's growing ambitions in Europe and beyond. But NATO does need to evolve to meet the growing threats of the 21st century. It should be oriented, for example, toward efforts to counter the growing threats of cyber terrorism and Russian efforts to meddle in democratic elections in member nations. And NATO members must contribute their fair share. President Trump is right to press our European allies to invest more in their own defensive capacities. But NATO has been and continues to be an integral part of our national security strategy. It's an alliance worth defending. I'm Lan Hee Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. That's 800-516-3636 or go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WAVA, 800-517-3636. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important 
ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so much for being a part of the ministry. Thank you so much for being a part of the ministry and for the your encouragement along Germantown, Maryland. Let's see if we can get Barbara's one more on the line. In. Germantown, Hello, Maryland. Barbara, how are you? Barbara's on the line. Hello, Miss Barbara. How are you? Barbara, are you there? Going once. Barbara, are you there? Going twice. Going okay, once. I'm sorry. Going twice. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed you. Maybe you can call okay, me again tomorrow on Facebook Live. Thank you, uh, Linda. Genti. Thank you so much for writing in there today. Leslie Lightfoot Anderson. Hello, back to you. Lori Struss Weatherly. What's going on, my sister? And Kimberly Williams. So good to see you online as well. And Corinne Hutchison. Thank you for your conversation about marriage, uh, unconditional love in marriage. That. I do appreciate that. Make sure you tell your friends they can always watch the show again on Facebook Live. And, you know, there really is no problem that the Lord can't solve. And nobody wants to be divorced, but sometimes they end up having to be divorced because their spouse wants to divorce them. Or they just can't take the abuse or the behavior of their other spouse and they finally say, you know what, uh, this is not healthy. For every relationship, it really does take the spirit you know, of God to help you know, do you, do you know, how much longer and, uh, do you do this. And I think what you want to do is just always, uh, have, your is just always have in your brain, we're never going to get divorced, we're always going to stay together and we can get through any problem. And that is really the mindset that couples need so there are no out clauses. And even when there is adultery, you know what, that doesn't mean in the scripture that you have to you get a uh, divorce because of adultery. You don't have to. You can actually get past it, get beyond it, and have a better relationship even after that. And it's not just that. There are other things that really are hard for people to get through. The loss of a child and mental illness or a child of special needs. A lot of things that contribute to the stress and the breakdown of a marriage and a relationship. And so this is why we need the third quarter. Remember what we said earlier in Ecclesiastes 4, a cord of three, a strand of three is not easily broken. Remember, it's you, your spouse, and my Lord as the third cord. And my wife once taught on the passage and because she likes to make things and weave things. She talked about how when she weaves something like a sweater or whatever, she has a center cord that they then weave the other cords around. So even if one of the other cords are tattered, as long as it's the, connected the to the center cord, the, the, the sweater will not, or the scarf will not fall apart. Well, the Lord is that center cord. So even if you're tattered, even if your husband's tattered, your wife's tattered, as long as you're holding on, that cord will not be easily broken. So I pray strength in your marriage today. I pray favor on your marriage today. I pray repentance and forgiveness and power in your marriage today. And we ask God to give you strength and to give you what is necessary in order to hang in there and take it to the next level. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Father, help your children. And don't let them fall. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.